Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm today's host, Coleman Hodges. Joining us, we have three representatives from the 2023 U.S. team for the World University Games in Chengdu, China. We've got men's head coach, Peter Richardson, women's head coach, J.C. Dyer, and director of swimming, Ian Quinn. Thank you all so much for being here. I'm really excited to talk about this meet. It is such a unique situation, and so there's some ins and outs that I'm just really interested to hear as a swim fan about how you're handling and how you're moving through this process. And also you've got some, some roster announcements and just general roster info to share with us. And just, I'm excited to see how this team is shaping up heading into China. address the head coaches uh jc maybe we can start with you just what has your role looked like uh since you have accepted this position which uh, we i think we announced it a couple weeks ago in april um i'm not sure when you found out though so just um you know especially coming off of your college season maybe you even knew before the college season ended what does this look like for you yeah so um ian actually reached out to us and like asked if um, you know, I'd be interested to to join this staff. And for me, I'm I've known about World University Games like since I was an athlete, and I've always wanted to be a part of it. But just I think was pretty close, but just missed it. So as a coach, I've just always wanted to represent, um, like you know, the United States for some um, international meet. And when I heard from Ian, I was like, I was so excited because this is just such an unbelievable opportunity. Um, so things just kind of picked up very, very quickly. So I had to figure out finances and figure out how I was going to be able to work things out with this, but I was going to make it happen because I wanted this to happen so bad. Um, but then Ian, like we were trying to work with like recruiting, trying to reach out to people, um, get as many people interested as possible um, that we think could medal, that we think could final. Um, and we were just reaching out to coaches. So it pretty much like hit the ground running from day one before I was even like committed to this stuff. And, um, when I was able to figure out finances, I mean, we've just been still just continuously moving through this because we want to represent the United States really well. Uh, first of all, when was day one? When did you find out? I I honestly don't even remember. It was, uh, beginning of April. I think it was, it was not too much. Um, I don't know, like, before the announcement, I think, right? It was like a week before then. Ian it it was the okay. first week of April. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah, so so pretty recently. Um, and there's there's been a lot of logistics. Um, sorry, I, I I'm not doing my due diligence. Uh, to give some context to these coaches, um, JC Dyer is the the first year head coach at Fairfield. She was named the women's MAAC conference coach of the year, uh, after leading those Fairfield women to a uh, conference title. And then we've got Peter Richardson, associate head coach at USC. Um, Peter, can you add, uh, your perspective on just what this role has looked like for you so far? Yeah. Uh, it's been three weeks and a day since I've been, uh, on staff here. And what it's been like is, is, uh, it's, it's very similar to my, my current role as associate head coach at, at USC is, Number one, it's recruiting. That's the number one job. And so 
as we've, we've got Ian kind of leading a lot of the technical and some of the different stuff, the travel and a few other, um, a number of other things that he's got on a, a very large plate. Uh, the name of the game was recruiting. And so getting on the phone, texting coaches, we want to connect with the coaches first. Does it work with your training plan? Does it work with your vision for the student athlete? Do you think the student athlete would be a great fit? So getting on the phones, texting the, the coaches, working the connections that we have, and then, uh, you know, putting together a number of FaceTimes and Zooms and trying to build up our roster is um, really just focused on hunger, right? Do, is it, this isn't, isn't going to be a two-week vacation, like we're there to make our country proud um, and looking for the right fits there. But obviously, we're we're sifting through the results to find the absolute best team we can and couldn't be happier with where we are three weeks in, I can tell you that. Yeah, that going back to JC. Um, so on the women's side, in terms of recruiting, do, how does it compare to recruiting? You know, for your college team versus recruiting for this Team USA team. It is. It is. It is actually pretty awesome because I recruited some of these girls that I that I'm talking to now um, when I was at Virginia Tech. So it was a, it was kind of just going through the recruiting process again with them and mostly just catching up at first um, and then just gauging their interest. It's been um, I would say recruiting is recruiting. It's just really just getting to know the person, um, building on their excitement for understanding just like the gravity of this meet, like just, you know, understanding just what, what we are doing, what we are trying to accomplish. So any program that you are recruiting for, if you're not excited about what you're recruiting for, then you're not really going to um, relay that information to them properly. Right. So um, it's just, it's been a lot of fun to be honest. Like a lot of the girls that, I, that I've been talking to, it's been pretty cool. And then some of the guys too, like, um, we had a team zoom call and it was just cool to just see some faces again. So it's been a really fun process with that. So in terms of the, this team and how it's shaping up, can you, can you give us a sense of how you as coaches are approaching, um, leading team USA in the sense of, you know, a lot of these athletes may not have a lot of international experience competing um, and and how what your um, first ideas are or, or ideas at this moment are of just, I don't know if building a culture is the right phrase because it you're is. only going to have maybe two weeks with them, right? But it is. It, it, and then that's a great question. Um, and so, you know, our plan is, is we're going to have a training trip here. Uh, lucky enough, you know, flights from LA to to China is is probably the best we could do in our country. And so we decided um, with the 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 hospitality of USC, we're going to have a training camp at USC before we take off. Uh, and it'll be 15 days in China, but we'll be here at USC a few days before. And so that's, it's getting to know the coaches. It's building a culture. Uh, that, that That's the best way to say it. It's casting a vision. It's, it's getting buy-in. I think those are the most imperative things that we're doing at that. I mean, the training, the works in the, you know, the, the hay is in the barn for it, it's, it's, they're going to be working mostly with the coaches they've been working with. That's gotten to this point. Um, you know, the selection process and the, the, the funding for this meet is different than years past, but every single one of these athletes, they've every bit qualified for this meet. They're very, very talented. They're getting calls from us and they have roster spots on our team because they're very, very good. So, uh, it is building a culture. I think that starts with communication. So we had a Zoom last Thursday. We're going to have, um, you know, probably about every three weeks a Zoom. Uh, different. We'll send off different things, whether it's readings or so on. But really, 
when it comes down to it is that training camp in LA when we're doing the photo shoots and maybe we do a beach day and we do some different things like that. I think that's where we're really going to build those relationships and build that foundation of trust where I think real success can happen. And so uh, moving, moving on to some of the more technical aspects of it, um, Ian, I'm going to call you in for, for these. So uh, I, I guess when you found out that you were a director of swimming for this position, what were your first couple of weeks like? I mean, I, I guess it was finding a coaching staff. It was finding a coaching staff. Absolutely. Uh, initially, there were some athletes that had shown interest and, and it really we kind of had a good base to, to work with. But I realized uh, immediately working very closely with David Knopp with the uh, USIUSF that we needed to to bring in some more coaches and bring in some more talented recruiters, as well as, you know, people that really know their way around building a culture. And like Pete was just saying, casting a vision, uh, because the goal isn't just to, to just go to China. The goal is to go to China and represent our country well. So that's been my goal from, from, the, from the very beginning. Um, as soon as I agreed to do this, I think it might've been, March 13th. I can't really remember. Uh, take this on uh, with David. Um, I've been all in since then. And the goal has been, you know, how great of a team can we have and how are we going to get there? <laughs> and that's been uh, pretty much my job the whole time. Very exciting news. We we just confirmed our flight information today. So that's been taken care of. Coordinating flights for, for 50 people is uh, no small task. So that took a couple weeks, but we're we're on the books. We're good to go. Wow, that is exciting. <laughs> I've I've tried to coordinate flights for two people, and that was a <laughs> lot. So yeah, fifty is a, a little bit different of a beast. Uh, so in terms of funding, I mean, I think that's kind of a, a big elephant in the room, right? Is just how much are you responsible for funding this whole trip, and how have you gone about doing that so far? So every individual coach or athlete is responsible for their own funding. Uh, now, our job is to make it as financially feasible as possible. Now, in some cases, that's, you know, an individual swimmer having their their university pay part of it. That That's certainly possible. In other cases, it's, uh, you know, them finding ways to budget and save money for the summer. Uh, it's looking like it'll be roughly pretty close to $5,000 per person. And that includes us making flight arrangements and accommodations for a 15-day stay in China. Uh, all food accounted for, medical insurance. Uh, there's all sorts of other aspects to it. Securing a Chinese visa. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. And it's just a little different this year, obviously, because, you know, there isn't a you know, a, a national governing body just footing the bill. But in that in the same sense, though, that does make it, it means that every person does is doing it really wants to be here. <laughs> they really, really want to be a part of it. And they want to be a part of what we're doing. It's not like it's a, a backup plan for anybody, you know, when you're committing that uh, to it. So it's really exciting to, to put all those pieces together. And on the other side of things, you know, other than just the logistical side, a big part of my job is to see if we can bring down that individual cost for each person. And to do that, we're looking into ways to, to sponsor our team. And actually, one of the cool things that we have going, it, Peter could talk a little bit more about it, is uh, we are going to be sponsored, uh, at least through gear purposes, by Speedo. Shout out to uh, Jody Jones at Speedo. 
Uh, she's fantastic. And, and she actually, they're hooking us up. So we're getting all the sizes for our athletes. Uh, there's 15 men committed and, um, you know, some of them have a chance to make the world championship team and, and maybe the, I'm being preemptive with a question you might have Coleman, but, uh, if, if they make a world championships team, then, then they'll get their deposit back. Um, so that's something that we're going after the best athletes in the country and, and those that are going to be able to compete against, uh, some of the best swimmers in the world. Most, most countries are obviously taking their national B team, but yeah, speedos, uh, we're getting tech suit sizes for all 30 athletes that we have committed so far. We're probably gonna take 18 men, 18 women. And, uh, we're gonna, you know, hopefully do a, a real cool photo shoot down here at SC, uh, when we do our camp and you guys will all see it and get a, get, hopefully get a, get a couple snapshots sent in your way. But everyone's really excited, you know, uh, the names on the caps, the the flag on the caps. Like that's something that so many of our athletes have dreamed of forever. And they're going to have this unique opportunity to do it with 10,000 other athletes from all, the, all over the world. And, you know, World University Games is a special event. I, I'm so excited to be a part of it. JC and, and Peter, I'll, I'll go back to you for this one. It sounds like recruiting is kind of mostly done. You know, I, it's it seems like the teams are coming together nicely. Um, so outside of recruiting and obviously your duties <laughs> as coaches at your respective universities, um, what, what does this position look like for you moving into the next, I guess, couple months before that training camp, uh, at SC? I'm really excited, um, just to kind of go over with the coaching staff, some ideas that I have for team building stuff. Um, so obviously like, Ian has, I just want to give Ian a shout out though, really quick. Like he was talking about the, the flights and all the arrangements and stuff. He has been working on this nonstop since he was brought onto the staff and he like, he, he's calling all the time with updates for like flights for, um, athlete village. Like we would not be in this position that we are right now with having this many people committed if Ian hadn't put all the work he had in. So again, thank you, Ian. Like you've been awesome with this, but, um, I guess like the next step for us would be mostly like um, team building and getting people connected, um, getting our team talking to each other. Um, I know it's hard because we're all at different places. And then when people leave their schools for the summer, they're going to be training with their club teams. So it's just making sure they understand the importance of staying in the water and training and making sure that they are taking it seriously so they can, you know, bring home some hardware. <laughs> um, but it's just so we can start building that, um, team atmosphere that we're looking for. JC, I want to stay with you for a minute, uh, just cause you were a first year head coach at Fairfield. Um, I, like I said, you won a conference title with the women, uh, you led them into a fourth place finish. I am curious about how you do team build, especially with a new group of athletes, which you just had to do this year. Um, I mean, can you share some of those ideas of just what you're thinking? Obviously this is a much more condensed span of time with these, this group of athletes, but you know, you've just been through something similar. So what are your ideas for, for building that team? Yeah, it's really just communication, just getting people to talk about it. Um, I think this is going to be a little bit different because they're not going to be training around each other for an entire year and accountability is going to be a thing, but probably not as big of a, a deal throughout the season with like your college team. Cause I think, you know, getting people to step up at practice and work hard and push you is always a very important thing, but learning how to communicate that as well is really important. Um, but I think that part of it, I think the excitement is going to be around that. That's not going to be like, you know, I don't think we're going to have to tell people, all right, pick it up. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, I think the excitement is just going to be there and everyone's going to be just working hard and, and hopefully have this one goal in mind. But 
Um, I was thinking more of like breaking people up into groups, um, you know, just having Zoom calls and it could be something where they, um, and I'm just kind of, I don't know, just throwing out ideas right now, but they, there's like a scavenger hunt thing that they can do at home where they have to go find something in their apartment or the home, like that describes them and they bring it back and they have 30 seconds to run and find something. And then they can, you know, show the item and explain what it is, who they are. And it's just kind of like a, um, icebreaker kind of thing first. But then as we keep moving through the summer, it's going to get a little bit deeper, like start talking about your fears moving into world university games. Like, what are you afraid of? Like, I mean, most of them are probably going to be like, I'm afraid to fail. Like, I'm. what if I don't final? What if I don't go a best time? What if I let my country down? So it's talking about that stuff that's going to be so important for them to understand that they're not the only ones that feel that way, but they're not going to go into this meet with that heaviness kind of looming over them. Like, oh my gosh, like I can't let my country down. I can't let my team down. But talking about it is like the first step to just like getting stronger and, um, preparing yourself to perform well at the end of the season. So that's just like some ideas, but um, I just, you know, kind of, yeah, threw some out there, but I'm excited. I love that part of it. It's so much fun to just work on that communication piece. Absolutely. And we're all about sharing ideas on the podcast. So I appreciate you throwing that out there. I mean, I want to do that now. <laughs> it's like, like, I'm thinking like, what's in my room? What, what describes we'll give you 30 me? seconds. <laughs> yeah, 30 seconds. Yeah. Stop <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I mean, that, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, and Peter say, you know, same, same question to you. You were first year head coach or sorry, you were first year associate head coach at USC first year in LA. Um, you know, interacting with a new group of athletes, what do you feel like, or, or how do you think communicating with them in the best way, uh, gets them out of their shell? You know, getting to know them with, on a one-on-one basis first, um, you know, it's, it, they're not, it, they're humans. It, there's so many variables, right? It's, it's classes, it's relationships, it's stress, it's family, it's moving, it's loca- it's so many different things. And so getting to know each athlete, I think is the most important thing, um, I mean, all of JC, JC's ideas are like, I'm just kind of waving the hanky. I love it. Like, keep it going. Um, I don't, I couldn't add much more to what she said there, but um, yeah, at SC, you know, head coach Lee Maurer has just done a fast, fantastic job of building the foundation and the culture, putting the emphasis on that. Um, Cause again, when you have that, when you have that platform of trust, when you have that platform of culture, it's the number one determinant of success in any business or any program. And, so we've been hard at that and uh, yeah, had some real good successes this year with our women's uh, best finish in 16 at, at Pac-12s and moving up four spots at NCs for the men and women. I, I, I'd go straight to, to Lee Maurer and the culture she set. So excited to see how this team progresses and uh, the updates we get throughout the next couple months about just where this team is going. Um, and then Ian, moving forward, uh, what does your role look like? Um, you know, as, as a coach, as well as the director of swimming for this team. Yeah. So um, definitely continuing to, to find out basically my job is basically just problem solver. What What's, what's the problem now and how can I fix it more or less? And then how can we utilize this great staff that we have to the best of our ability? Uh, I obviously can't do everything, 
So, for example, one of our uh, assistant coaches, uh, Sean from uh, Illinois State, Sean Sullivan, he is gathering all the suit sizes for every swimmer. Well, when you have 36 swimmers, that that adds quite a bit of work. Uh, we have another one of our coaches who's uh, pr- preparing all of our social media promotion. That's Eileen uh, Bringman from Cornell. Uh, and there's just so many other duties and responsibilities that are going to come up over the next couple of weeks as we prepare for the games. And it's pretty much my job just to stay on top of it and make sure that, uh, you know, the head coaches and their head assistants can really focus on the recruiting and the team culture and the dynamics at play there so that all the logistical stuff can kind of be out of their hair. That's that's pretty much my my role and like i mentioned earlier you know securing sponsorships for our team we're obviously in a super unique scenario where uh we are pretty much wide open for sponsorships and and then with some more conversations i've had with uh david at the federation as well as neil holden the uh president of bti events which is pretty much the partner for the world university games all a lot of the other teams that we're sending to the World University Games to the United States are in the same boat. So opportunities to sponsor not just the swim team, but also the track and field team, the U.S. diving team, the U.S. shooting team, whatever it might be. They're all they're all out there. So actually, one of the exciting things I did today was come up with a a package uh, program for different sponsorship levels. And we're going to send that out and see what kind of interest we can generate. I've already had some good calls with some swimming uh, related companies uh, and seeing what they can do for us and anything that I could do to help bring down the financial cost to our athletes and our coaches. That's, that's, you know, that's my new priority. Number one, first it was get the coaching staff and now it's, you know, then it was the flights and now it is how, how low can we go? So thank you all so much for taking the time today to sit down and chat and give us an update on this World University Games staff and team and how it's coming along. You've been listening to the Swim Swam Podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam Podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.